What is up, everybody? My name is Eduardo Ortiz. And my name is Joel Serta. And this is season one of episode two of Unstitched. And today we got our sponsor from Foot Locker, where you could check out all the all the cleanest Jordans, Yeezys, and, and all apparel. Use our code, use our code LKS, LKS Cyber for 25% off a purchase over $99. Okay, so with this episode, we're going to start off of... You know what, Joel? What are you wearing right now? Well, actually, my outfit is today for is my um, Com des Garcons um, box logo okay. T-shirt from this season. CDG. All uh-huh. right, I see. And in my Supreme shoulder bag that I wear a lot. Yeah, I and noticed that. A, to- a little Tommy Hilfiger jacket. From nice. That looks vintage. Ago. Yeah, that's why I copped it because it was an wow. old school vibe. That's, that's nice. And I got me some blue jeans and then yeah. some black low top chucks what about cool. you eduardo well right now what i got wearing is uh a style that i just like sometimes it's all black with some white shoes i got some nikes nike uh lows with the black nike Ooh. nike sign i got a shirt from dime clothing brand hmm. and i got this nice coat from tommy hill figure nice so um speaking of styles and what are you wearing what person influences you or inspires you well, that's a really, that's a really, specifically um, in style. That's a really big question. Just uh-huh. due to the fact, like, there's tons of styles I see every day and I like, mm-hmm. and I can't really pinpoint it that well, but it's like a mixture of a lot of people. Okay. Like, for example, <clears throat> I want to say a big um, influencer was Tyler the Creator. Okay, uh-huh. I, I can see that. Tell me why. Tell me why about Tyler. What is it about him that you like? What is it about him that, you know, that you take away from? Like, what's his style? And, you know, describe what he wears. Yeah. I just, I just see as, like, some, like, I commit, I mix it with his odd future days just due to the fact that I used to listen to his music and really, like, and, and really, like, his style, like, back then, especially, like, 2013, 20, 2014, whenever he was wearing Supreme. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like box logos Yo, and stuff. He was like, actually the first person I saw wearing Supreme. Yeah, he was one of the he was one of the people that helped bring it up. Like, yeah, yeah. Mainstream it. I can see that Yonkers. Mm-hmm. Yonkers. Yonkers was a, his breaking hit. It transcended him into the platform that he is in right now. I remember him wearing that Supreme hat and that black and white video. It was so simple, but it was. It was really clean. It back was then. dope. It was yeah. clean. It was unique and it was new. And then the cheetah, um, cheetah little t- the little t-shirt. Yeah, the cheetah t-shirt. Yeah, yeah that one yeah. was clean. And then he, um, I think the next, as he as he got a little fame and as he got a little bit more recognition, he took that and made his clothing brand, Golf. Golf Flame. Golf mm-hmm. Flame. And and I remember the pop up store date in, in Cali. I remember the the announcement. I remember there was a, a vlog, and I remember there was this huge line, just people ready to buy his stuff, and it was like the most simplest, weirdest, stupid shit I've ever seen. <laughs> it would have a cat. It would the have cat a, it, with the glowing eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking I'm about. I'm like, wow, people are really paying 30 bucks for these shirts. You know, imagine uh, 200 people outside your store. Your first store, and you're selling a shirt for $30 each. Dang. Plus tax. You know, that he's making good money, he's making good profit. Mm-hmm. You know, the some people say, oh man, that stuff's stupid, looks silly, but it worked for him. Yeah. And now, 
his uh how do you say his pop-ups and his fashion events are creative some of them have i don't know have you, have you ever seen any of them on youtube like his um fashion shows yeah his shows like i remember one of them was the big backpack yeah the big backpack he, yeah. and he wakes up and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. and gets yeah. his it gets his clothes from yeah, it, it gets his really clothes. bright colors yeah really bright colors that's that's tyler right there he likes big bright colors with the most random things ever Mm-hmm. But it works. It um, works for him. It works for him, and, and it's dope. I remember a fashion show. He had a, a skateboard. He had like a skateboard uh, pit where skaters and models would skate, and they would show the merch. What for real? Yeah, you've never seen that. No, I've never seen that. It's, one. it's a badass video. It's you're seeing. Not only are you seeing his his um his line, his fall line, but you're seeing models wear it as if they were regular people just skating, skating on the street yeah skating on the street you know wow. he's he's imitating fashion in a practical real way and um that was amazing not a lot of people understood it but once they did and they saw the vision they were really amazed so uh, a big influencer to me as a kid mm-hmm. and as a person is movies and Pharrell Pharrell yeah but let me let me let me say why movies. See, um, an actor, let's say James Dean. You know who James Dean is? Um, no. He was this uh, young person that made, let's say, uh, three movies. Rebel Without a Cause, Giant, and East of Eden. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. yeah. He was a method actor. He was young. He was this, you know, he was a pretty boy back in the early 50s and stuff. He was like competition next to Warren and Brando let's say oh that. yeah uh-huh. and I don't know if you remember the this infamous line maybe you've heard of it oh, uh, you're tearing me apart yeah yeah okay yeah, that's I it. know what you're talking about now. And that, that movie's called Rebel Without a Cause mm-hmm. I know. and in that movie he's uh, first you, you get an intro of him as oh this kid's crazy this kid's weird this kid's shy but at the end when he wears that red jacket when he wears that one fit that one fit that makes him sort of famous he becomes that rebel yeah so you know what i'm saying like that jacket that red jacket that he wears it made him to that that cool guy that made that movie really cool and that's what i loved about it i was like wow with that one jacket he became he became that rebel the movie became Red Wolf. Like, what, what, what kind of jacket was it? It was just this red... Leather? It wasn't leather. It was just this red, bright jacket that just really stood out. I don't know. And he had, like, these blue jeans. And, con- and it looked like some Converse type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But the fit was just so simple and unique. It felt, in a way, modern. Because, you know, I don't know if you noticed... In a way, we kind of bring back the old styles. Mm-hmm. And we put our twist on We put our modern twist to it. And um, and as for Pharrell, you know, when I was a kid, and when I had my first paycheck from my dad, when I started working in construction, and I had that first $300, you know, uh, my first thought was, okay, I got to get the stuff that I always wanted, which was, of course, coochie and uh, Air Forces and, and you know uh, starch starch the hell out of my jeans, but I realized that 
I was just being the same as these other kids. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be different. Stand out. Wear something. I wanted no to one stand has. out. So yeah. Wear something that no one has. I want to wear something that people can't find at the mall. I remember when I saw Pharrell. Uh, what was it? Uh, I think it was either with Gwen Stefani. I think. Uh, how does that song go? Why? Well, he had like this leather jacket, Letterman jacket with the ice cream shirt. Mm-hmm. Billionaire Boys Club shorts and ice cream shoes. And that's all his brand. Yeah. And I remember searching up Pharrell Billionaire Boys Club. Those shirts are worth $80. I was like, no way in hell that. <laughs> yeah, that's kind Yeah, there's no way in hell that my dad would purchase something like that, especially online. Yeah, you that's know, it. Especially like back then, when back then, you it, know, you, you couldn't was, really trust online. It was a fear of always being yeah, yeah. scammed. Yeah, yeah, it's it's still there, but it's not as bad no, as no, it no, was because no, 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 no. there's no like, ru- like big rules or anything yeah, like yeah. today. Not today, the market for buying product for buying clothes is online. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 sort of like the Amazon movement. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. And then um, I couldn't really wear that stuff. I couldn't really, I couldn't really get BBC because of the fear of getting your card, um, uh, your information your all information, up on the internet, yeah, information yeah. leaked and information spread out. Uh, there was a fear of, of getting our money stolen and your identity. And so I, I never really shopped on shopped. On. Yeah, same. I never, I never could have bought those clothes. Until one day in 2008, my brother had this girlfriend. And I noticed that his girlfriend had a particular style that I've never seen on a girl, specifically on a girl. Like what kind of style? It was just, it was just new. It was, I, I can tell she wasn't a ghetto girl. I mean, she was from Oak Cliff, but I could tell that her style was different. And I told her, where'd you get that shirt? I know you're a girl, but that shirt looks, it looks new. The material, the feel of it feels, how do you say, just different. Yeah. It, it's not baggy. You could tell it's, it's sort of a boutique-ish way. <laughs> and she said, well, there's a store in Mockingbird called, called Center. And I'll take you there one day. She did. She took me there. They had, I mean, I'm talking about Crooks and, crooks and Castles. I'm talking about Diamond way before they sold out. They, they, yeah, be, way before they sold out themselves yeah. to selling their stuff at the malls. Like Zoomies. Yeah, so, like Zoomies yeah. And, and stuff that you can now get at the malls. That's It's kind of made that, ruined it. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. like people like Hell who yeah. wanted to feel yeah, different. Yeah. Who wanted to feel different, who wanted to feel, hey, I got some shit that you don't have. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff was cool too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember uh, that store would have snapbacks too. And I'm talking about 2008. And I was wearing this shit before people. And, and then in high school, I remember I showed up one day. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just wear these clothes. I need I need people to know that I'm rocking this shit. And I'm like, oh, where'd you get that shirt? Where'd where'd you get that? And I was like, no, nah, you ain't gonna know. Because <laughs> the least thing I want to see is you wear a shirt. Just like mine. Yeah, and just like mine, and 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 you wearing a shirt that I haven't bought yet. So screw you. <laughs> so uh, what about you? Is there any more people that you look up to in style now? 
now that the years have developed now that we're more in a modern age yeah. to me uh asap rocky yeah i was gonna say asap rocky yeah. too asap rocky yeah he's a big influencer bringing vintage items yeah and mixing bringing them in vintage with, items with modern items especially yeah. yeah yeah and he's bringing that 2000 feel and making it cool again yeah and i can tell he's he's trying to push that 2000 era fashion like make it more famous than what it was back then and uh, any anybody else that you you find well I, I've seen Kanye had a big impact on Kanye yeah Kanye has a big impact and it's a weird impact too ripped jeans ripped shirts he brought he brought back ripped jeans yeah distressed denim yeah destroyed when, when denim was, when was that popular it was popular in Oh, five, oh, six. I was wearing them. Hmm. American Eagle had it. Like baggy, yeah. like were they baggy or no? They weren't. Baggy. They were like tapered. They were fitted. They were oh. skinny. You know, I don't know about you, but wearing skinny jeans, wearing skinny jeans and and fitted pants, you were kind of bullied on. Yeah, that's and why I've never had a pair. Whenever I was younger, that's I was... why I would never. Um, wear them when we would have those free dress days uh my mom would be mad at me because i would say i don't have any pants to wear but i had these preppy tight uh fitted jeans i'm like no way in hell i'm gonna show up to school with those if i do i'm gonna get made fun of nasty and i remember one day i saw friends at the mall and i had on these black skinny jeans with this graphic design shirt and I had black and white vans but they're making fun of me because of my jeans really? they're like oh man you're wearing skinny jeans you look gay as hell I'm like ah man you know, screw y'all you know I don't have to listen to y'all uh, my style's way better than y'all for sure and then at school girls were making fun of me they like oh I heard you wearing skinny jeans I'm like what the hell what? they're like you got a Hot Topic? no they're like, why are you wearing skinny jeans? I'm like, just because it looks dope. It, it, my shoes stand out. You know what I mean? My shoes complete the fit with my shirt. Yeah. Like, skin. Wait, when was this? Like, 2000? This is 2000. This is 2007. Seven? Seven. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And, but bowling was bad back then. And, and in fact, when it came to style, kids would get teased on for wearing sketchy shoes yeah, for really. wearing these big bulky shoes that are a big thing yeah yeah um, like I like I remember one day I was it was actually really recent it was high school mm-hmm. it was my sophomore year I had some Jordan ones yeah I want to say they were royal ones too okay from 2014 mm-hmm. I I remember the day before I was I went out and I would beat them up like really badly. Okay. And I thought they and then like after that I was gonna clean them up, but then I looked at them I'm like they look pretty cool. I could wear them like this. Mm-hmm. And so the next day I went to school. It was an all black fit. I had this I had this black North Face on, mm-hmm. and I had some black pants on with those shoes. Mm-hmm. And then I was in the line just standing with some friends, and some other some guy comes up. And he started taking fun of my shoes just because uh, of how dirty they were. Uh, yeah. He's all like, did you go out? He's like, did you, are those shoes older than you? And he was just roasting on me, going for it. 
and I, I, know. Can, I can already feel feel what you went through. I saw that a lot. Yeah. And um, sometimes I would just tell the bully, you know, leave him alone. You know, maybe you can't afford shit that we have. That's why I, in the summer I would work my ass off. I would make sure I, I saved enough money to buy good shoes. Because shoes was a big thing. Yeah. In early, in, in, let's say in 07, 2010. You know, Jordans and Nikes was was something that was a must-have. And now it's different. Now you have these... Other types of shoes. Other type of shoes that are coming out that are, let's say... Uh, let's say if you were wearing Gucci shoes back then, you were known as like, oh, that that dude has money. That dude's rich. That yeah. dude's rich. But now, if you have some Balenciagas, it's kind of normal. It's kind of oh, yeah. But you, yeah, they, you, they see you with having money still, but like, yeah, it's just yeah. normal. It's yeah. kind of fitted wearing, in. Yeah, wearing Gucci shoes is normal as hell. But having Balenciagas, this is a different situation. They're big. They're bulky. And not only that, there's a price to it. Like five hundred dollars plus more. It, like how much? Like a what? Eight hundred retail. Like eight hundred retail, and for okay. these big bulky shoes that are extra foamed out. I'm talking about something that you would see in Payless. The triple S. Yeah. Have you have you ever held a pair? They're heavy. Yes, dude. They're like really heavy. They're like at very, least five pounds. They remind me of of polos. The boots. The boots. Like every kid had back then. Yeah, I remember. I remember playing hide and go seek in those boots, and, and you could tell who's who by the, the sound of the shoes. <laughs> this big bulky shoe, and they just made noise on the concrete. Just making noise on the concrete, and they were so heavy. And, and but man, you build up quite a workout with those shoes. Care. Yeah, but it's it's crazy now. The type of shoes that exist now. People are are innovating. Like. Yeah, the Chucky shoes especially. The, like, have the, been coming back. The father shoe, they call it. The, the dad shoe. They call it the dad shoe. The Air Monarch. <laughs> like, that was considered such a dad shoe. It still is. Yeah, yeah. But it wouldn't, it wouldn't be uncommon for kids to wear it. No. Like, teenagers and stuff. No. Especially, like, a shoe like a, the Yeezy Wave Runner 700. Yeah. Like, that kind of shoe. What, what's your, what's your, um, what's your opinion on that shoe? I think it's fire. But at first, though, whenever I first saw the images of those shoes, I thought they were the most ugly things to ever release. Do you have a pair of Yeezys? Yeah, actually. What are they called? They're actually the Wave Runners. I'm talking about. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, which colorway do you have? Do you have the blue with the orange and white and gray on it? Yeah, actually. That's that. That's the Wave Runner color. Seven hundred. That's the Wave. Yeah, because I mean, he Kanye is always wearing these different shoes but that's his you know it's it's his, it's his signature shoe it's his brand and you yeah. can wear whatever you want but man the what bothers me is the resale value the fact that the retail value is already three hundred dollars three hundred dollars imagine the resale another what two hundred dollars more well yeah that at first they were like really high resale yeah they were like 450 for a pair just because nobody had them mm-hmm. o- only only like very exclusive people got them mm-hmm. at that point like people like you know the kardashians were wearing them yeah, yeah. Him, him himself were wearing them other celebrities mm-hmm. 
like a bunch of basketball players were wearing them. Okay. Because of how they look. Hell yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's different when it comes to basketball players. They're tall and a big bulky shoe. It doesn't look bad on them. Yeah. But you see a five, six, five, seven dude wearing big ass Balenciagas. Well, it's not gonna look. It that. doesn't. It makes it makes you look like. You have no legs. You have no legs. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a big bulky it's shit. like a boot or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so about bullying and about style and about a modern twist, what's happening now with vintage is, is crazy. You know, back then... If when you I was, were... Yeah. yeah, when I was a kid, I used to go drift, drifting with my mom and um, going, thrift, going to thrift stores and to each different one that was in my neighborhood was something that we kind of shared but we would find good stuff I would find Paulo I would find Tommy really and, and then I would just take it to the cleaners and it, and it looks brand new for sure I'm not going to tell kids at my school that I'm wearing thrift store clothes but now it's different mm-hmm. now if you let's say the jacket that you're wearing this Tommy jacket if you were to say, "Hey, look, I found this yesterday." Will, that, pe- will people tell you now? They're like, "Wow, that's wow, clean. That's clean. Damn, that's, I can't believe you fresh. found that. That's fresh as fuck. You know, I can't believe you found that." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "What thrift store you go to?" And be like, "Nah, nah, I can't tell you. Yeah. You gotta go out there and look." And it's hard now. Yeah, it is really hard to find cool stuff now that there's this market. Big, yeah, this market for vintage. There's a lot of competition. You you see kids. You see people my age looking specifically people that were born in the 90s you know they know what to look for mm-hmm. and you could tell by what they're wearing I wear a lot of vintage stuff yeah. because that's something that I just always wore as a kid and, and now that's a big thing I'm gonna wear it even more you know mostly all my closet is filled with half vintage and half modern and I mix it together yeah like a really like like this for example mm-hmm. like my my tapered jeans yeah, that yeah. i have on and i have this this baggy box logo on mm-hmm. that's kind of like a old school vibe even yeah. though this this box logo is modern yeah yeah but it's oversized like a 90s vibe yeah just sure. to just to look like a old yeah and that's yeah and that's your fit is a good example you're wearing vintage you're wearing supreme regular blue jeans with what just some regular converse regular on, converse yeah. beat that down converse beat down converse that are worth, easily worth what 40 50 bucks yeah i played i think i got mine for like 30 really yeah. cheap and and they're dirty as hell mm-hmm. and that's actually as actually a, a look now yeah this dirty yeah that's what i was ripped, gonna say about mine yeah this dirty ripped up style that a lot of people are Focusing on like how you're saying Balenciagas, like Balenciagas, like, and people even make holes on their shirt, mm-hmm. and that's like a Kanye West thing to me. Yeah, like to make your clothes look old. Yeah, make your clothes just for a look. Yeah, that's uh, uh, a lot of people make fun of them on saying like, "Oh, this that looks like homeless clothes." Yeah, I remember at first they were compa- the, the memes. There was a meme where it was Yeezy season, the Ooh. Yeezy season meme, and then it was a picture of people from The Walking Dead, the zombies. Uh, yeah, the zombies. It was just them being compared. Yeah, like damn, this this new season of Yeezy is gonna be fire. <laughs> and it was 
see these homeless people used as means. I know. It's a sort of new bullying that is that is being used now and it's social media. You know? And uh, I can see why in, in social media and Instagram people take their time with their pictures. Yeah, people think like, people, what they're gonna do. People think what they're gonna do. People think before they post it. They plan it, they plan their captions, they plan where they're gonna take the picture, the how photos, they're gonna take the picture. The photos, the lighting, everything. It's crazy nowadays. Yeah. Everything has to be perfect now. Everything is more with a thought. But the clothes are less, how do you say, they're less of a value than what they were back then. Like how? Uh, let's say, um, let's say that the bullying, right? Mm-hmm. We're, you have people, we're talking about lighting, we're talking about thinking, we're talking about the amount of likes you're gonna get. The amount of likes, it's a whole different wave now. That's that's a whole different wave of bullying now. It's 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 focused on the essential things of making a fit look good. And um, a lot of people would say, "Oh, that's Photoshop. Your your photos are Photoshop. That lighting's bad. That shirt." Is, is, isn't real you're wearing fake Yeezys you're wearing fake this fake that it's 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 crazy how different things are now but you know wearing fake shoes back then was a, a bullying it, it was it, it was always around That's yeah it was always around it. yeah yeah alright like what do you think future future like, let's say Let's say 10 years, 20 years from now, where do you think streetwear and fashion is going to be at? I'm not quite sure, to be honest. I know there are some brands that are really popping right now will not be around and everything. Mm-hmm. But they're, I feel like Nike, was st- Nike and Adidas will still have some kind of mark on the fashion world. Uh-huh. And then designers that have been here since the beginning, like... Well, not the beginning, but, like, for a really long time, like, Louis Vuitton and Gucci. Yeah. Like, they're going to still be here because they survived, they survived the, like, 2000s and stuff like that. Yeah. Whenever, whenever they were, it wasn't, it was its own thing, designer thing. People would say, people would say, like, it wasn't, it was, it fell off or anything, but no, people were actually rocking it. It was just really rich people. But do you know why? Because they're they're copying they're noticing that the streetwear streetwear is popular it's it's, it's overshadowing these big high brands that were famous back then yeah a good example is Louis Vuitton and Virgil Off-White or Virgil and Off-White they got Virgil they're saying oh this guy has a creative twist with that appeals to that appeals to the younger generation that appeals to the younger generation not only that it's being used anywhere promotion Um, it promotes itself and they're noticing that that fashion is is being taken over by artists Mm -hmm. so they're gonna focus what artists artists are wearing and and a a good example is that it's Kanye and and Off-White Kanye keeps keeps wearing that stuff why does he keep 
wearing it. We gotta know who this person is. What's his name? Virgil. Alright, let's get him. And when the announcement was made that Virgil is the new how do you say chair was he the new chairman for Louis? Really? I I had something like that. He made wow. it. You know, it was it's it was a big long road for him. He made it, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That's that's a big deal. So to me, future in the future, what streetwear and fashion is is it's like a big rat race on who's gonna have that first creative platform. Who's gonna have that that new wave, that look, that new look? Who's gonna get it down first? Who's gonna get it down first? Who's, who's right now? It's Virgil. Mm-hmm. To me, right now, it's Virgil. But then there's other people coming up. Ian Connor. Ian Connor, he's been he's been pretty popular since like 2016. And he's gonna keep growing. Mm-hmm. And but there's more people. So right now, that's what I'm saying. It's a big rap rat race on who's gonna be number one. Yeah. Who's going for that spot? I myself want that. I want to have my own brand. I want to have my own streetwear brand. But I also want to have a unique twist of it that no one's seen before. Mm-hmm. My visuals is is cinematography, a cinematic look, and I want to mix it with streetwear. I don't know if that's the future, but I know that the way I want to do things is going to be new. And that, to me, that's what streetwear and fashion is. It's it's, it's new. It, it, something new has to happen each year. But, you know, I think this is going to be the beginning of many high brands that were famous back then. They're going to concentrate on people from streetwear. Yeah. Soon, yeah, I think soon we're going to see Versace collaborating with someone else. Then you're going to see Gucci collaborating with someone else. And then Tommy and then Ford. Tommy's a good example right now. Tommy and Keith. Did you see that? Yeah, one? Tommy and Keith. Tommy or Keith? Keith. Keith? Yeah. And then right now, I think they're going to bring out clothes that... And then Polo and Palace. Yeah, Polo and Palace. Like, I remember that big brands like Polo and Tommy were pop- were really popping like during my high school years with yeah. the big with the big horses and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. on the shirts and now it's kind of like everybody has it and nobody cared about it anymore wearing polo is like a it was like for a while it was considered like a cowboy thing like a like a narc like a narco way really yeah well mm-hmm. in my high school it was and, uh, this one uh cartel person they call it La Barbie was caught wearing this this polo green shirt with the big the big polo horse on it mm-hmm. people were wearing polo like crazy wow and now but but now that I, as I was saying that these big high brands are noticing they're losing their sales they're losing their sales because this competition to streetwear is, is increasing it's getting better there be streetwear is becoming that high uh, high brand. Yeah. But we're not selling out ourselves to be in that type of that platform. We're staying low key. We're we're staying to that boutique way where it's hard to cop our stuff. Mm-hmm. 
But, you know, who's going to say no to Louis Vuitton? Yeah. You know, Louis Vuitton's like, hey, we want to collab with you. I'm not going to... Yeah, like Supreme and Louis Vuitton. Like, I'm not going to back off. Like, you, you kidding me? Supreme, yeah, and, Supreme and Louis Vuitton. Supreme is a skateboard brand. Supreme is started in... New York in New York in the 90s 94 yeah 90s in the 94 man like that's the year I was born and shit but um it was a skating brand yeah funny thing is that they actually did um like they had some skateboards and a box logo with yeah. the with some bootleg Louis Vuitton monograms on it yeah yeah and, and they got sued yeah there was a cease and desist yeah and that's crazy now and now that they're collabing now that they're collabing that shirt is worth double the value than what it was but that's our episode for today uh my name is eduardo ortiz my name is joel serta and that's our wrap for episode two of season one of unstitched thank you for listening and um, we'll see you for our next episode